0: This is the Mobile Tech Podcast, brought to you by worldpodcasts.com. Now here's your host, tech girl, Miriam Joir.
1: Hi, and welcome to the Mobile Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Jouar, and today is Thursday, August 8th, 2019. I'm in New York City. The Note launched yesterday, a uh, Samsung Galaxy Note 10 series, and my guest is Michael Fisher. Hey, Miriam. Hi, we're in the same room. It's nice. We
0: are in the same room. I love it. It's exciting. I'm not at all suffering from last night's celebration. No, you're not. I
1: planned for that. Give you a bottle of water. (laughs) I appreciate that. You're welcome. Um, So I I saw your video on the Note 10. You were lucky enough to get a a pre-brief. Yes. And I couldn't agree more with everything. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, I'm look, sure the reality wrong, is, so is well, you did? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm no. sure. I'm sure I got something. I mean, I looked, the thing that surprised me the most is how Samsung, in this event yesterday at Barclays Center in Brooklyn here, yes. didn't actually go into any tech details whatsoever. True. Like, no specs, except for the 45 watt charging. They mentioned that is the only number I saw on the screen.
0: Yeah. That I noticed. So many things not mentioned. I mean, outside the note family, they didn't mention the fold at all. Of course, they didn't mention well, other stuff. I sort of expected that as of a one expect more a thing. I was
1: DJ Code to do a DJ set thing. fold, <laughs> fold, Like that would <laughs> be awesome. I, I was expecting maybe a one last
0: thing, like, hey, by the way, this will be out in September again. It's new and improved. You'll be able to buy it. But whatever, that's fine. But you're right. There wasn't uh, Bixby was not mentioned once. Once again, the word Android was not mentioned once. You know, this, this some of these things have become but the new normal.
1: Bixby was mentioned a lot in that little preview role at the beginning before the event. Oh, the like the ads, right? Like yeah, basically yeah. that Hey Bixby. Ad. Well, and how was much will this Uber cost? And it yeah. was like I felt like we were watching a Google uh, assistant commercial. I'm like, why are you trying to replicate this? F- functionality
0: very 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 true because look i i I think people get a little irritated with me uh, and with 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 us actually when we we say like hey bixby is not very good we don't like using it but look i'll say this bixby has great routines that you can program that make it that make it more useful than google assistant for controlling system functions of the phone and i get that my objection has always just been well why do we have this button on here that we're not allowed to do anything else with
1: and the Note 10 fixes that. But it's so weird that there's no Bixby button. But then the controls are on the left side. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm, I'm fine with that. Like, yeah. I, will, I will adjust. But I was like, is this the only phone that, I think definitely the only Samsung phone ever, and one of the few phones out there that has the power and the volume and nothing on the right? They're both on the left and nothing on the right.
0: Yeah. Like could, normally,
1: there's something on the right.
0: Right. And do you think that that's an indication that these rumors we heard were true? That in the last minute they had to abandon the plan to um, use capacitive buttons. They had to add I, these.
1: I at this point it's such a big design change that I'd, they could put the freaking buttons anywhere. They're Samsung; they can retool very quickly.
0: What if they just had? What if they had the physical buttons on the left side uh, As a uh, originally? Oh yeah, yeah. And the yeah. on the right side, we'll That's see. Jerry rig yeah. everything. He'll tear it down and see. See, uh-huh. look. These
1: there's a there's capacitive a, there's sensor inside there. right
0: here where a sensor would have gone. Exactly.
1: Interesting. I mean, look, let's recap a little bit. So the big news this year is that there are, I'm going to say the things that stand out for me. There are two notes. There's a smaller one, which I think is really interesting because we've had this trend of phones getting bigger and bigger. Mm-hmm. And you can only go so big. I mean, I cannot wrap my head around, I mean, in my hand, it's fine. But looking on paper at the specs, 68 Inch of display on the big note. On the big one, yeah. I mean, is that the biggest screen of any phone that's like a mainstream phone? Like we've seen some phones with like weird phones that had like seven inches or something, but...
0: Right, but from a mainstream OEM that, that ships to most countries on the phone. yeah, this is seven the biggest.
1: it's been 6.7 up to here, but right. not 6.8. And the 9 was 6.7, wasn't it? I don't remember. five. it was really high. Something
0: like there was up there. But there
1: was always bezel, and this thing has so little bezel...
0: That's the thing.
1: ...that but, it doesn't feel bigger... A Note You've been using the Note 9 for a while now.
0: I have. I moved like back into it like back. three weeks ago. Yeah, I, just...
1: I think this is very daring of you.
0: Well, you know what's crazy is I actually loved it. I came from the Xperia 1 review device into the Note Which 9. Which I'm using
1: right now, by the way. Right. And the
0: minute I moved into the Note 9, it felt like I was moving into a bigger house because <laughs> my thumbs had all this oh, extra space the on the sides to go on the it's keyboard. It's the
1: keyboard on the yes. Xperia 1 that I'm always like, what? Yeah, what? Like, oh, I feel like I'm cramped. using... Uh, what is it? The Xperia Z2 Compact. Or yeah, something?
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. But it's, so the Note Nine felt like this big clunker, and then you hold the Note Ten, and it reminds me of the first the Mi Mix, the uh, Xiaomi Mimix One, the original, yeah, yeah, yeah. where yeah, you have this sort of slightly more pronounced chin on the bottom, but the screen goes all the way up to the top corners. Um, I don't care about the hole punch. I think it's I think it's fine. It's it's, it's fine. nice. It's center mounted. I that that's cool.
1: But the smaller note is interesting because I think that that shows how there's no longer this this binary this binary star of the S10 and the Note 10. I mean, it's still there in branding, but I think, like, you know, it used to be you wanted the bigger phone, you had to get the Note. Right. And now, I mean, it's still true. If you're on a 6.8-inch display, you want to get the Note. But the, what is it? The S10 5G is almost that big, right?
0: Yeah, the S10 5G is, is huge. I don't know the exact dimensions, but one thing that's confusing, and you're right, it's, it's getting a little weird between these two brands, is I saw an awful lot of, Uh, frustration in the comments and in the replies to my my content about the branding about the fact that the note is has lost that uh, crown of you know device that that pushes everything forward um,
1: Samsung lack in the of headphone jack that's the big oh, one for me
0: Man, that it's thing, that always
1: is. been the kitchen sink right? right exactly and now it's not it's a kitchen sink minus a a, a, so, a socket or and a, then it, a, if, a sprout if you
0: look at the smaller one it
1: lacks micro SD right the small one actually has we should talk about the small one in a second spec wise has a, I think a lot of compromises right. that add up to be and I think bigger than the sum of their parts. When you look at them individually, you're like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. And at the end, you're like, holy crap, I'm getting quite a bit of a lesser phone. Yep. And at that point, why I buy a Galaxy S10 Plus or something? Well, in,
0: exactly. I was going to come back get to that because there's a there's a notable way the S line uh, exceeds the note this year.
1: It's the display resolution.
0: Uh, yes, but I was going to say the terabyte option on the S10. Oh, right.
1: You're right. I was surprised not to see a terabyte option doesn't exist on the Note, which, you know, is
0: like, look, I'm sure Samsung has the user data, the sales data to say, like, look, no one wanted to pay for this terabyte phone, so we're not going to make they another They probably
1: one. didn't sell any. But option.
0: you should have, in my view, put that feature in the Note. Don't put yeah. it in the S10, because the Note is for those users who will use a terabyte of storage shooting, you know, 4K60 video or whatever. So like it it's it's it, it's confusing to me the sacrifices the company chose to make. But I tell you that headphone jack personally I don't care about it. But if you're pitching this phone to creators, removing a 3.5 millimeter headphone jack just is not the, the mic, way to just go. For the
1: just for the lav mic, just exactly.
0: for the lav mic, or even a selfie stick. The old selfie sticks where you have yeah. the trigger, the button activated by the plug-in wire, yeah. And I mean, what's the counter-argument to that? Well, Bluetooth is good
1: enough. All
0: right. It's not, not, for, for, not for video editing. Not
1: for, like, the, the, it adds lag when you have a microphone plugged yes. in. Yes. And that's okay when you're listening with headphones, especially when you're watching video. Like, I was blown away, actually. I have the new Sony um, WF-1000XM3. God, the, they, they, they the, know the, how to name the, a product, you know, don't yeah, they? Yeah, oh, my God. <laughs> they're earbuds, the earbud ones, yes. I have those. Yeah. And uh, in case you're wondering, audience listening, why I haven't done a video on these, um it's a long story. I'm getting a second unit because cosmetically, the one I have is not right out of the factory. Huh. It works perfectly, but it doesn't look good enough to take photos so i will I've requested another one, and they're they're out so until until they send me one that I can take a video of um I will not mention much about it, but I'm bringing it up because it's the first time I've used on a trip like I've used them around town and stuff with music, and they're fine yeah. but first time i' watched try to watch video and the the sync delay. Like my, my my big can the WH one hundred what one thousand XM three Sony I hate you <laughs> the WH one thousand XM three the better they're honestly better they're hundred dollars more Just go like in a bungo. Call things, the Mark 3s. yeah the Mark three headphones versus the Mark free Mark three wireless earbuds. Are you know better in every way, but they the lag is much less actually,
0: much less on the, yeah, on the on big video cans. when
1: you watch video on when,
0: Bluetooth with the, with the headphones, the not the one. buds. But the butt's the buds I have think, worse you know, lag,
1: it's worse lag, and I think it's because you know it's having to like I don't think it's using it's one of those that doesn't use a relay, so it's actually too connected to your phone directly.
0: Yeah, each earbud has a connection, but I
1: think that is the processing and everything, it doesn't have quite the oomph to do it. And this is what we're talking about, like I get it, I, I, I don't. I don't need to edit video
0: on my no, phone right no. now, so I'm okay with it. But look, they specifically said Samsung four times in the in the brief. Like, this phone is for the people who've always bought the Note, and it's so, for creators. So and speaking you can't speaking of take that, lav
1: mics, we all use them. Like when you watch my videos on my channel, which are not even. 20% of the quality of Michael's. Oh, okay. You do know that I still use a lav mic. Yes. I actually use the same mic, the mic you introduced me to, that we use on uh, on the Mirai video yes. together, which yeah. is a Rode, a Rode, uh, right? Rode lav mic.
0: Russell and I
1: use, use the Rode live mic, and I use it on my Pixel primarily as my recorder, because the Pixel has really good stabilization. Yes, And I don't need like 4K, and it does a decent job at 1080p, and actually this does a very decent job at quick focus, close up, which oh, for me yeah. is important, yes. and good job at low light too. So I can do low light video with good focus, and I can use um, the lav mic, but I have to use an adapter because there's no headphone jack on the Pixel. And here's what I've discovered in my testing. I have all these adapters, including some really high-end ones, um, and some like in the box ones. They all sound different with the lav mic. Really? Yeah, because different more well, oh, different DAX. Oh, and okay. DAX. Oh, ADCs in this case, the other way around, hmm. analog to digital. And and it's amazing to me. I actually have found that the essential phone dongle, oh that essential phone, <laughs> oh, yeah. if anything came out of the essential phone, it's the best one of the best audio dongles. Right. Uh, the essential phone dongle is actually my favorite for recording on because it's it is louder than average in terms of microphone input, like bet more sensitivity, and it just sounds clean. Um the pixel one is bad. No matter which version you use, right? The um, Razer one, which you think would be a really good one, is actually not that good on the microphone side. It's good for playback. Okay. And then uh, I've got other few that like generic ones, like the Xiaomi ones or whatever, and they're not that great. Or Huawei is the one as well. You
0: and you won't have a new one to test thanks to this launch because there's no dongle in the box with the Note 10.
1: But there is wire. There is USB C wireless. Akg no, wired, tuned
0: wired oh. USB C.
1: So earbuds. you know, I'm trying to adopt the USB C audio way because a lot of my phones don't have headphones anymore, headphone jacks anymore. And so I now pack in my bag along all my other stuff a pair of uh, bullets USB C from OnePlus, mm-hmm. which I think are the best twenty dollars sounding earbuds on the market I've today. Got to try them. Okay. By far the best of the twenty dollars. Like forget wired or wireless, doesn't matter. They are sounding really great. And so I pack them in there because not all my phones, and when I have to take calls, what I've noticed is if I use a dongle uh, with any kind of earbuds with an inline microphone, I find that there's too many points of contacts like that could go bad, you know, like Uh, corrosion and stuff. So sometimes I'll plug in a dongle to my Pixel and I can't. They can't hear me, or I can't hear them, or and I'm like, that's because there's some extra, like all these contacts in the you know, yeah. Oh, it's a nightmare. multiple points of failure. So now what I do is I, I said USB C solves that. So I got the the bullets USB C in my bag, and guess what? I the other day I was like, I want to quickly edit something on my MacBook. And I have one USB-C port and one headphone jack, right? Mm-hmm. So I can do one of two things on the go. I can bring out my big Sony noise reduction Smart cans trees, and yeah. use, turn off the noise reduction, use the, wire, the wired 3.5 millimeter cable, which I have with me, right. which is like opening the box, you know, yeah, it's, fiddling it, a, a plugging it. Or I can go, oh, USB type C uh, bullets and plug them on the side of my uh, of my MacBook. And it uh, it works. But here's the thing. I can't charge my MacBook. What, one oh, because you only have
0: one USB port on this thing. Yeah. And oh sad, yeah. So 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 USB the
1: USB C world that I you and I've been living in forever is kind compromise. of falling apart very quickly it's when not, it never came together. Ah. Anyway, we're diverging. Anyway, but, but the Note 10. So the Note 10, here's let's talk to specs. Okay, let's let's go to the top. 6.8 and 6.3 inches, quad HD and 1080p. So this is the first compromise. The small one has a 1080p display. Think about this, the only other phone in the flagship lineup of Samsung that has a 1080p display right now is the 10e. Yeah. yes Jenny. E. yes and it's a great i mean for the size it's a perfect display it's a fine panel it, i'm just it, at 6.3 though i'm like again um, on on the note
0: it's surprising to see that kind of compromise i will say this last night many people were asking me on twitter to look at them with with my eyes when we were at the the uh the after look at it with your
1: eyes not with your ears not with my
0: ears so, yeah no just like look at it and tell me if you notice a difference i crank up the resolution to max on the plus i put it next to the uh, regular note 10
1: it's not look, day. No, I can't tell the difference.
0: But see, I don't have good enough eyes. But see, this is why I really like people, uh, smart, smart people on the internet. Because somebody smarter than me came back and replied, in behind me is like, you might not be able to see a difference on the launcher screen or on the icon or uh, labels. But if you're watching a video, high resolution video with a starry sky, say stuff like that, like that's where you'll start to see the difference. I'm like, okay, I didn't have time to test (laughs) that, but. But in any case, I don't think it's a compromise Samsung should have made on the Note. I think it, the smaller one is substantially yeah, watering down the three. Note. If it was done
1: yes. at 5.8 or 6.0, I'd be like, nah, eh, that's yes. okay. I mean, look, I have a P30 Pro, which is one of my favorite phones still to this day. Right. And it's going to get a lot of use in the next week. Right. And I love it. And I'm just like, it's 1080p and I'm fine. And I came from a Mate 20 Pro that was Quad HD. So yeah. for me, my eyes are not good enough. It doesn't matter. Same. But I understand that like, you're paying $950 here for this mm-hmm. small Note. And you're getting 1080p display. So the big note is definitely the better deal in that sense because it's only, well, <laughs> only. only it's $150 more, right. right? Correct. And $150 more for, okay, let's go through the things it had better. It has micro SD storage, yes. which the small note doesn't have.
0: The A lot more base storage option available right. too. It's got up for 512. To 512.
1: It has 12 gigs of RAM by default like no matter which version you buy. Right. It has a quality display. Where are you going with that? It has a time of flight sensor on the camera system which the smaller one lacks. Yes. It also has uh, the, the 45 watt charging available. Right. So it can do up to 45 whereas the Note 10 regular can only do up to 25 Correct. which in both which cases is, still is better than the S10. Right. The S10 does because yeah, The it's S10 18, is still
0: stuck on its adaptive 18, fast charging 15, quick charge 2.0 18 yeah. or 15.
1: Yeah. Um. So that's big news and it's PD compliant so that means that my little anchor Whatever the tiny little one Your that every, gallium every nitride? you know, the atom, folks. Let's let 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 you let's tell you a little secret. Since I have Michael here and we're. All us journalists have the same gear. A lot of like, <laughs> A lot of us do, like, yes. Yeah, so it's true. and it's not because necessarily they give it to us. Sometimes they give it to us and we go like, oh, this is cool. And we tell each other and yeah. everybody gets one because it's cool. Right. But sometimes it's completely the reverse. One of us buys it, we're like frustrated, we're at Best Buy, we need this thing, we go in, we buy it, and then it spreads between us, right? Yes. And then the, the, the PR people pay attention and go, oh crap. And then they're like mass mass drop. Like oh. let's send yeah. everyone. And this is what happened with my anchor. Like I saw, I think it was Adobe or somebody else's anchor Alex charger PD the love tiny PD charger 40 yep. watt it thirty watt whatever thirty
0: watt gallium nitride right? no
1: it's like one inch by one inch by one inch or something it's tiny and, and it and kicks out thirty watts and it, and, and and I, I saw that and see. I was like uh yo. uh uh, the PR folks at Anchor uh, hook me up please and they're like of course and
0: yeah I, I you're right because I was talking to Anchor already to send me a battery for that island battery test for oh, yeah, so <laughs> I'll
1: link to the video
0: uh, and I was like please send me one of those because I need to I want to try and throw it into the video and I didn't throw it in the video but it's now I use it so I need to cover it at some point anyway well,
1: anyway um, so PD is good like I, I like how more and more devices are really becoming truly PD compliant none of this quick charge BS right. right it's just
0: well, on the battery size, I think, is the last thing. On the Note 10 Plus to 10, it's a 4300 Three versus, 30 versus 30 30, I thought 35. So but you're 37. right, it might be 35, I don't know. Whatever the case. Whatever it is. um, 33. Whatever the case, it's, it's definitely the Note 10 more than
1: 33.
0: The Note 10 Plus is absolutely the better phone.
1: What other differences are there?
0: Uh, that's it. I think that's the, the, the bulk
1: of it. And both don't have a headphone jack. Correct. And honestly, I love the industrial design. Like, I'm not as much of a fan, honestly, I mean, look, punch hole screens don't bother me, but I do prefer it in the corner somehow. I think it's because it's just kind of like, it's very nice and symmetric here, but it's still kind of in your face, whereas in the corner, you can kind of hide it.
0: I like Um, it. You know what it reminds me of? You said it before. It's like they took an Essential phone and inflated it.
1: Yeah. Actually, the closest industrial design-wise that's a modern phone that you can get today because the Essential is a bit old is the P30 Pro. Yeah. P30 Pro specifically. Because it has that flat top and bottom. I love that That combination of angles and roundness. So it's got that round edges, the waterfall screen. It's got the, like, as if somebody laser cut the top and bottom. Like, you can almost slice cheese with the edges. Yeah, it's like an old Sony. I love it.
0: Uh, And also, I didn't get a wish, though. I will say this. Oh, you had a wish list, yeah. I did.
1: Your video is definitely going to get linked. link. Thank you.
0: I wanted to go back to the days when the Note was a leather-backed phone. Oh, me or a too. A fake leather. I used to have a
1: case or something. I
0: know because look, uh, that glass is beautiful, and we should talk about the aurora oh glow. God, but it's every so good. you hold the Note Nine for more than ten seconds, and because it's a glass phone in the summertime, you go out from the AC into the heat all that humidity condenses onto the phone suddenly you're just, it's the grossest thing you could it's ever touch. It's actually the
1: worst of any glass phone I've ever tried. What, the Note, you,
0: 9? the Note 10. Oh, the Note 10, oh why? Wow. I'm
1: amazed because I was at the last night, so you got a pre-brief but I didn't, so I did a hands-on video and photos last night. Yeah, you see, You'll see, you see my photos on Instagram and I'll link the video in the show description. But basically, the guy who was in charge I got a room to myself with the four phones. I only used two because I was, didn't want to spend forever. Yeah. And he wiped them and cleaned them and he handed them to me like right by the edges, like he totally. I was so appreciative of him. Yeah. And I literally like held the back, like held the like this by the edges with the front front facing me and showed the thing on video and I flipped it over and. You were already. I was already just from like the the you know. My incidental contact with incidental your with finger my palm, roots, right? My finger yeah.
0: roots. Oh man.
1: And I'm like, and the colors are incredible. That aura glow is like, okay. That's the one that you'll see if you look, if you're watching or listening right now, and you watch the podcast photo. There'll be the the two notes, and the small one is the glow, the aura glow.
0: Let's talk about like, that impossible real quick. to photograph.
1: By the way. Oh, but um, no, but it
0: is possible. Like, well, no, it is because you, you photograph it. And it's like uh, I know. It's like it doesn't seem possible. I had spotlights. Oh, what a stunning! And
1: it was. A pain. <laughs> but I'll tell you what, you
0: remember that render that leaked a few weeks back? Everyone will remember this. Maybe it was uh it, it was the first official render that leaked showing the back of the Note 10 Plus. Mm-hmm. And it looked like it was purple and blue, like a Huawei P30 Pro mm-hmm. looks. And I was like, ugh, this is and I think I tweeted something like it's weird to see Copy Samsung cast. taking design cues yeah. from Huawei. And look, I'll tell you this, you see it in person, and it's, it's totally something different. different. Yeah, it is it, in terms of color, in terms of the texture under the glass, it looks like there are some t- laser straight lines in there. That well, it you depends really on the color, on the too. Like
1: the bluish one that I had. So I had the big one in blue and the small one in amber glow, which is like... Aura blue, glow, yeah. Aura glow, sorry. Amber em- is... Because well, it is, is amber from, It's yeah. actually Huawei's brand. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> so so the Aura glow, I think, is... I think the best way to describe it is it's gold... And then it's rainbow colors yes. under the gold, right? Essentially. You know what?
0: It's like a solar panel on the Hubble telescope. Correct. Like it's, it's like they sliced up solar panels and made a phone It's out made
1: of it. solar panels. Yeah. But that doesn't charge <laughs> a
0: phone. But it doesn't charge. Uh,
1: the blue one is more traditional Galaxy Note blue, but it is interesting because ASOS... Horrible lighting in that room. Mm. First of all, it was very dark in that room, but the little bit of light was really spotty. Yeah. So I couldn't find an angle where there wasn't a reflection. Right. That's what right. I tried, and I gave up, and I just took some photos. But one, you'll see one of the, on one of the photos. You'll see that there's a pattern reflected from the light. That's little squares. Really. Yeah. So it, I think the blue one has some sort of etching underneath of tiny little rectangles. It's a pattern. Yeah. yeah. And it just either that or it's just. uh Maybe the there were LED squares in the spotlights reflecting, <laughs> and like to my know. naked eye, it, it looked like a white round dot. But the reflection came out as okay. squares.
0: Watch uh, your video, for a freeze frame it and see if I can capture. I'll figure it, it yeah. out. Yeah, I need
1: to edit the video still. I, by the time you listen to this, the video will be edited. But um, anyway, so my takeaways: I love the industrial design. Yes, I like. I the specs are exactly what I expected. Um. I'm bummed by the camera. I was hoping to see something. So, okay, the camera is the same as the S10 Plus and S10. However, on both phones, the Note 10, Note 10 Plus, but they've improved the f stop on the telephoto from 2.4 to 2.1 or right. 2.2 to 2.1.
0: And also, uh, I believe you're right. The first time, I think it was 2.4, 2.1. 2.4, 2.1. I think. But uh, the, the thing that stuck with me was again, going back to this creator focused thing, they're like, well, we made the video stabilization even better. Not by changing the hardware, but by increasing the rate at which the system samples data from the gyro, from the phone's gyro. Hey,
1: that might work. I mean, look, the reality is computational. The more compute you can throw at things, the better things get. Yeah. So in some ways, I'm not saying we should return to non-OIS devices. Clearly, there was a period of that. Like, we went OIS with no computer assist to no OIS computer assist. Early pixels, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Even Nexus Six P and Nexus Five X right. were pretty damn good. And then we went back up to the two combined. And we it took, yeah. for example, OnePlus a long time to combine the two. Like yes. you saw, the early combiners were LG, Samsung, uh, Apple, and uh, uh, and and uh, Huawei. Yeah. But then uh, you know others finally you know stepped in like the the OnePlus Six and OnePlus Seven, mm-hmm. uh, and their different variants.
0: It's the same, so it's almost the same physically from the, reported over from the S10, camera-wise. And I'm pleased to see the wide angle. I'm pleased to see the, the, I wish the telephoto was like a 3X, you know. I mean, there, there are yeah. things you, yeah. you, so you want to Yeah, so the telephoto,
1: I wanted a better telephoto. I wanted, uh, I'm happy for the faster f-stop on the telephoto. That might make a bit of a difference. The other thing I was expecting, is there was this rumor of a three-step uh, aperture. Mm. And I know, like, that doesn't really matter that much. But I did some testing when the dual aperture first came out with the S9. And I found that if you set it to manual and set, force it to F of 1.5 and take a portrait in good light, mm-hmm. it's better than the fake portrait mode. Really? Like way better. Really? Like way better. And the reason for that, and even in low light, because you have a much faster aperture and you have real bouquet, like it's just not fake. Yeah. The, the problem is that it's actually a pretty close, so you have to like aim for their cheeks for focus. Yes. Um, you might have to manually focus because their nose will be out and their ears them. will be out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, totally. But it still gives you that really cool portrait vibe. And and people don't talk about that, right? They, they use the portrait mode because they think they can't do it with the lens. And this is what's interesting to me. So having three steps for creative purposes might be interesting. Well, and there was that... But we room. don't have that. We don't it have that. It doesn't have that, right? Um, and I want to preface this by saying the listeners here that there, while I'm at Burning Man later this month, I've pre-recorded some shows for y'all, Ooh, nice. and that's what I do every year. Uh, the Secret's out now, and the past I've managed uh, to like, hide that, so but, but it's impossible because the news cycle, right? Yeah, exactly. So what I do is I do kind of special shows. I've got Steve Litchfield coming on cool. uh, for a camera special nice. next week, and that's gonna we're going to talk about the Note 10, but it was the Note 10 two weeks, three weeks ago. So we actually weren't sure, and it, we'll, we'll mention it in the show that we weren't sure what's coming with the Note 10. But then I'm doing. A, I've got another show after that with uh, Roberto Baldwin of Engadget covering EVs. So it's an EV special. Oh, excellent. So don't tune out for the EV stuff, folks. You know, yeah, I, I know some of you don't like it, but please hang hang tight. There'll be some phone news in there, I'm
0: sure. Maybe we can talk about that Jaguar I-Pace. i Pace. Yeah, well, I should have you on for that because you you, you
1: reviewed that. Yeah. Jaguar. Um, so so anyway, the Note Ten for me is what I expected. The camera I would have expected a little more. Specs is pretty much what I wanted. You want to talk about I, the S Pen at all? Oh yeah! So let's let's that's obviously the big differentiator, and I always forget about it until I, I pull it out. I'm like, oh, this hmm. thing has oh, oh yeah, stylus. Tons so, of stuff. So so the yeah. thing about the S Pen this year is that it's like um like what is it like Harry Potter pen? <laughs> it's a
0: magic wand. Yeah. yeah. They keep adding more features to the pen, which I liked it's last basically year. A Wii controller. Yeah. So look, I, when they did this with the Note Nine, I was like, cool. You can push the button when it's out of the silo, and it'll take photos. Yeah. You can sort of control a couple things with that, and that's you can turn pages in a presentation. You know, that was marginally useful stuff. This year, I feel like the Samsung has gone back to its Galaxy S4 days. Which is like, <laughs> well, this uh, we don't know if any of these features will be useful, but we'll put them in here, and we'll give you an SDK so maybe you have a better idea. You can hold the button down and, like, swipe through photos in a gallery. I mean,
1: your video is, like, watch watch Michael's video because it's almost hilarious because it's completely gimmicky. <laughs> it's so it, gimmicky. It, it feels like the G8 with the hand gestures. Oh, it does. It reminded me But of that. it's so laggy and so inaccurate. Like, I saw uh, Sherilyn's video on Engadget last night, yeah. too. I was catching up on the news. And, like, seeing her doing it, it's just, like, half the time it works, half the time it doesn't work. Absolutely.
0: And, and then it reads the wrong direction sometimes because you don't know. You can't really tell where, what you're doing I mean, I don't want to
1: knock it, I'm only knocking it a bit because it doesn't seem to work that well. I think they could have made it work and then even if it's gimmicky at that point, it works. But it doesn't even work that well. You know, even if it works 100% well, I just don't... been criticized for me for a creators, failure of imagination, Michael, if you want. yeah. are not right. you going to use your S-pen with your note in portrait mode when you do your Instagram videos to control they, the they, camera? That's what they had somebody do at that yeah, really criminally
0: boring event, by the way. Oh, my God. That's what they had someone... It was a great idea, though. They had a creator out in the hallway. She was an Instagrammer or whatever, and she had her Note 9, Note 10 set up on a tripod. Was standing there getting ready to do a stand-up. Pushed the button on the S Pen, started recording. Started. And did like double clicked it to flip it around so she could show. You know, these are useful things. It's just that the gyro features, specifically the features the gyro enables on the S Pen,
1: they don't, they, they,
0: they are not useful. They're uh, not. Yet. Hopefully third party developers will come out of the woodwork, but who
1: knows? And it seems like so incremental to me. Like, yeah. why when you added Bluetooth last year, it's so cheap to add a gyro and a accelerometer in two thousand nineteen or eighteen last year. Right. Like, why didn't you do it all in one shot? And then every generation has a, <clears throat> a pen that doesn't work with the next generation. I mean, the tip does. Right. But
0: it's like, and, uh, and then you've got these this, these long-standing complaints of mine, which I didn't mention in the video.
1: Oh, you have complaints, Michael.
0: <laughs> see, weird, right? Huh. But here's the thing. I, you know, I don't. I love the Note, which has. I've been using it on and off since the Note two because of the field we're in. Yeah. So I want to see some things fit that haven't been fixed in ages. Like, for example, sometimes you can hover over a border at the bottom of a screen to scroll like the Twitter Mm -hmm. feed. Mm -hmm. And sometimes in other apps, like I think Facebook or something, you can't. Sometimes you can hover and get a preview pop-up of what that link is going to take you to. Sometimes you can't. Like I want system level consistency. And I understand that some of this is an Android thing.
1: Yeah, and that's exactly the problem that Samsung's faced since day one. Even in the early days, uh, before the original Note, like, even with the S series, they introduce all these features that you needed as a developer to enable for that phone. Right. And who's going to do that? I mean, Samsung's a big player. If, but, like, if you ask me as a former developer, would I spend the money to enable my app to use the one feature of the Note? It's not going to be high on my priority list, especially when I don't know if it's going to work on next year's Note. Yeah. Like, why would I even bother? Right. I mean, think about it. If you supported the features on last year's Note 9... Who knows if from an SDK point of view, it's even compatible. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know. I'm not a developer right now, so I haven't looked. But uh, I mean, it's the kind of stuff that until... And this is the thing. It's like the rumors. And maybe we should segue to that. It's the rumors of the Pixel 4. Sure. Last, last, last year's, last week's rumor, which was the the time of flight Face ID camera, right? Yes. Until it gets baked into Android by Google, it doesn't really matter. Like, I hate right. to say this. And this is kind of why... Uh, We can talk about my Pixel problems, But I'm trying to think about wrapping up anything on the Note 10. Anything outstanding for you that we should talk about before we move Uh, on? No, I think it's just,
0: it's been interesting for me to watch the sentiment. I mean, I think so many of the hardcore users. Look, when a regular phone launches and the the geeks, and I say this with love, the geeks, uh, the fellow geeks in my comments complain, it doesn't matter. Right. Typically, the phone is not targeted at them. No. The Note has always been aimed at those people. And yeah. to see so many of those people either disenchanted or outright out full of rage. <laughs> um, you know, it's weird. I would be interested to see the sales numbers, which they will never share. But I would not be surprised if the Note 10 did not do terribly well with that segment. I think the smaller one will do well. I think, yes. I think people who want a smaller phone... I and honestly the look, I'll that, be Other
1: than the headphone jack, from an industrial design point of view mm-hmm. and sleekness point of view, you know, if you can live with 1080p and you don't need the headphone jack, I'd pick, you know, I'd pick a Note 10 over an S10 or S10 Plus.
0: I would too. We just have to see about Probably. the battery life. Yeah. But I always prefer the Note because I, I really love that S Pen. Even though it has a gimmick I'll never use now, it's fine. I love it for all the other stuff, like yeah. signing my lease.
1: Yeah. Which it's so every nice. Year. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> okay. so I mean the reality yeah. is like the sentiments have been interesting. Like, you know, of course there's, you know, the usual, um, usual crankiness out there by some people. But, you know, I feel like this year I, I was hoping 2019 would shape up to be a really interesting smartphone year. And in some ways it has. Like, you know, you and I were talking about the Mi Ninety one when you walked into the room here earlier. Yes. Uh, it's actually my backup audio recorder right now on this podcast. And it's a phenomenal phone for three fifty. It's honestly the best Xiaomi phone I've ever used, short of the Poco phone, which I I think prior to that was a, it's also Xiaomi, but it's Poco. Right. And of course I don't have a Note K uh so not Co, a note, a Redmi K20 Pro, which is a sister product with an 855. And I hear that's even better for $50 more. 400 dollars mm-hmm. 400 dollars 400 dollars For, yeah. for a triple camera stop there and 855 yeah. Um, you know, pop up camera, right. big battery too, four thousand milliamp power. Like
0: almost a third the price of the Note. We yeah, and so, Note Plus so my
1: point is that it's like it's there's some things about this year that are interesting. The the you know the availability of phones in the three to four hundred dollar range that are really impressive. Yes. And the 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 processing power of chips like the A fifty five and the pop up cameras and the, the under display cameras that are coming and the the, the punch hole hole punch. It seems like hole punch has lasted two months.
0: Yeah, it's fine. You know, I mean, it's, it's like, there,
1: but Samsung's one of the few still using it really like everybody yeah. else has moved on to pop-up or something.
0: Yeah, and I think that in just to get right back on the speculation train for two two stops here, I do feel like maybe Samsung was didn't feel the need to be as ambitious with the note this year because I think at the end of at the beginning of this year the plan was well, the fold is going to be our new high-end be, yeah. ambitious phone. And that's where all the power users are going to go who have $2,000 yeah. or whatever. And
1: I was going to go there by saying that I think that the reason things feel a little boring, especially because everybody's pushing out, all the big known players pushing out $1,000 phones that are kind of a slightly improved version of last year. And there's this fatigue yeah. of price, the fatigue of, do I need to update this year? My phone's perfectly fine because I've got a Note 8 and it's still perfectly fine. Right. Um. And, and, et cetera. And, I, and I feel the pain. I want to say, people, I feel the pain, but I still think that... The the excitement for me is that that is that mid range tier that's gotten really exciting from that three hundred fifty dollars Xiaomi Mi Nine T all the way to the OnePlus Plus Seven Pro at six hundred and seventy nine dollars. Mm-hmm. That 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 price bracket right now is where they're, they're duking it out. Yes, and and you can get everything from real crap to to like <laughs> I mean crap harder crap software to a mix of crap software and good hardware to good hardware and good software and and i don't want to say the mi 90 has crap software It it is what it is i don't like the skin that xiaomi puts on their phones i certainly would much have a, rather, rather have a huawei skin these days but then it doesn't get in the way of the mi T somehow no. like i know it's not getting the updates as fast and that bothers me but but I'm surprised how quickly I've adapted and it's not getting in my way. Huh. And so, and so, you know, of course, if you want pure Android and a similar hardware, you're just going to buy a OnePlus 7 Pro and call it.
0: it. Or a Pixel 3a. Or don't Pixel 3a. That.
1: Oh my God, the Pixel 3a. Yeah. Such a great little phone.
0: Love recommending that. thing. Oh, still. it's
1: so good. Every time I go back to it, I'm like, yeah, specs don't matter. This thing just <laughs> clicks yeah. and clicks. Like, it's amazing. Uh. But at the same time, it does matter because when you start multitasking heavily and doing stuff, the four gigs... And those, you know, you can see the apps are slow to start, and like I, I well, just do, like the Pixel Three. Yeah, well, of course, yeah. which is you know, <laughs> but the Pixel Three is is uh, let's talk about yeah, it. so you so, uh, so so mm, I I don't know, I have a problem. Yeah, I, I think I think I I. You know, I always said I've said it on the show many times. I say like Stockholm Syndrome for me. The Pixel <laughs> at this point, it's like I'm mm-hmm. I'm kind of committed myself to get using a Pixel as my daily every year as my, because I'm lazy and I don't want to switch phones all the time. Well. And I switch phones for my review phones, like I but I don't put all the apps on my review phones. I don't put every. You know, it's too much work to switch everything It's over. also because you can How do you do it? I mean, do you switch everything over to your phones?
0: Uh, yeah. Well, I use Google Voice to manage multiple numbers, okay, right? And that helps. And every account is signed on to both phones. The only app that gives me trouble are, you know, like uh, the authentication yeah. apps are a little annoying. And then there's stupid WhatsApp. The WhatsApp. That people I keep say. insisting on using. And, uh, Why? Like, good example right now. Uh, left my Note 9 in a bar last night. What do you know? Michael Josh has it or David Kogan has it. Somebody has it, and but then I don't can't know. Get I can't get my WhatsApp messages because it's it's stuck on a single phone. Like like it's like it's AOL Instant Messenger on my Packard Bell, and it's
1: 1997. No, I know. Stop. And you with know this. it's not the only app. A lot of the messaging apps are like that
0: and I think I Duo know, is like that I mean
1: I don't use it no, but Duo is yeah.
0: and it, it's an architectural thing I get it and like people are willing to make that convenient sacrifice because it's encrypted I think and whatever this is
1: a first world problem journalist reviewer problem it totally is but at the same time it's there it's real <laughs> yeah. and so for but me, like, yeah. so me so look I have a problem I have a problem with the pixels because I'm Stock like I'm always like oh but you know you get the updates and it's Google's pure experience and it's their vision and la 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 Right. ra rah, rah and I'm excited. and then I'm like more more four gigs of RAM and, and yeah. all the other stuff is this your yeah. three A that you're holding no it's my three that I'm holding oh three and I I use this but you I can't get off of it because the camera exactly so so I have. I have, you know, I feel like I have some sort of problem that I need mm-hmm. to deal with and it's not getting better with the rumors of the Pixel 4. I was going four, to say you want know. to talk about the Pixel so 4. So the Pixel 4, okay, we were talking about the, the how when Android adopts the technology it finally makes it real um, and Google, I should say, and their version of Android and their release of the Pixel and I'll give you an example of that. Uh, it's been almost, it's going to be two years, two, more than two years this summer that um, Apple introduced Face ID on a, iPhone 10. Sure. Yeah. And the iPhone 10, um, like immediate because you know they're vertically integrated, their face ID was secure and three-dimensional and very accurate and yes. very reliable. Yes. And allows and replaces the fingerprint reader, so allows payments and like you know serious security. Yeah. Since then, we've all been jonesing in the Android world for an equivalent and we haven't had that. Speak and for It's yourself. been terrible. Well, okay. But what I'm saying is that, like, just assume for a second that you that Face ID is the way to go. Okay. And that fingerprint readers are going away, right? If you have Android right now, it's a mess, right? Like, you have two-dimensional Face ID using the front-facing camera, fails in low light, is not very secure, is not very accurate. Right. Okay. Then you have three-dimensional Face ID, Oppo Find X, Mate 20 Pro, some other Chinese phones we've never heard of yep. that actually use a you know a, oh a flood, the GA a flood eliminator. the GA, yep. the GA. Um, they use they have all the proper tech. Can you use it for payment? No. no. So get this: you use your phone if you unlock it with one of those phones. If you unlock it with your fingerprint, you can pay it up. You pay you Google Pay. If you unlock it with your with your eyes, even though it's got a proper three D scanning projector, the whole thing to, right. to get a three D scan of your face. As soon as you tap, it says, "Please enter your."
0: Code. Right. And then you've got Samsung doing it, which is abandoned now, the IR. Oh, yeah, the IR. Excuse me, the so, IR, Iris The Iris.
1: So, my point is that <clears throat> the reason that is, is because Google hasn't officially put the support for 3D proper depth sensing face recognition as a secure element in Android. Yeah. And, and so, to so me, that the rumors of this Pixel 4, whether it does actually have an end display fingerprint reader or not, we know it doesn't have an external reader. Whether it does in addition to that, have a display fingerprint, it tells me that we are finally going to get a secure way to unlock an Android phone baked into the OS with hardware support from Google on the Pixel 4 that lets me do payments with my face. For better or for worse. Yeah,
0: and I think having that feature is not something I object to. But when I was getting ready for this show and I was looking at the rundown and I clicked the link that, uh, I forgot who's reporting that is, that's probably 9 to 5. Uh, is reporting that rumor that there will be no fingerprint sensor at all. That it will just be this face unlock. Well, I use an iPhone XS Max for my most of my Instagram posts because Instagram right, is still better, better on yeah, iOS. Way better. Um, I I do not like it. every time I pick up that phone and Face ID. Look, it's magical when it's when it's when it works. Is not the what I want to say. It's magical when you are. S- In a certain set of circumstances that it is convenient to look at your phone. Yes. Man, every time I want to unlock a fingerprint sensor-enabled phone, though, it's already unlocked by the time it gets in my face because I've unlocked it in my pocket.
1: And that's exactly the problem. Nobody in the... No iPhone user ever experienced that because there's never been an iPhone with a fingerprint reader in the back. Right. And to me, that's actually the best... Right now, the best way to unlock a phone ever in any way, shape, or form is what the Pixel 3 and prior Pixels are doing. What many other android phones older android phones today are doing which is having a totally normal capacitive sensor in the back of the phone because as you said i can reach in my pocket right now touch that sensor and by the time i pull it out there's your message telling me you're in the lobby exactly and it's even before i look at the phone yeah and i know it's unlocked so here's what i can do when i go pay for google pay I put the fingerprint on my sensor, I pull my phone out while I put the fingerprint on my sensor, yeah. and I just tap the terminal. I don't even look at my phone when I do Google Pay. Right. And now you will, you will have Now to. I'll have If to. there
0: is not a fingerprint sensor, you will and have And
1: Apple people don't know because they've never had that. They've always had a front fingerprint sensor, and then they moved to a Face ID. Right. But that's actually what I don't like about the capacitive sensor. Even that Xiaomi Mi 9T has a capacitive uh, sorry, and display. In display, uh, the, in in display. display yeah. And it's fast, it's good, but it's in display, but so you have to f- freaking look at the phone to position your finger so and it just is, defeats the whole purpose.
0: What's the phone that has the whole display as the fingerprint reader? Is that an Oppo or that a was Vivo a prototype concept?
1: Oppo. Yeah, it was a concept. Vivo I or Oppo. Cannot I cannot
0: wait until that becomes a reality because then yeah. you won't have to look at anything. But if, if by then we've already abandoned fingerprint sensor in, in favor of this l- less convenient, in many circumstances, face ID, I'm going to be very annoyed.
1: But I think Rene Ritchie uh, and I talked about this years a while back, probably on the first time he was on my podcast, and and it's actually I think the future is a hybrid future where it's not just fingerprint sensing; it's the entire body of the phone can recognize your fingers, multiple oh, fingers. I remember this podcast and with Rene. Yeah. Also, you have a sensor for your for your face. Yes. So it is it is opportunistic authentic authentication. Yes. So it's not using one method, it's using multiple. M- multiple and it's using countries. a statistic like a statistical analysis. Like, I'm 99% sure this is Miriam. Right. From the thumbprint I just got on the side of the phone, the partial uh, index print from the other hand I got on the back of the phone. Yes. From the one eye I got on the the brief moment that I saw her face.
0: Right, and and the the analysis the of of her voice and the analysis of her gait as she walked yeah, down the hall correct. in the pocket. There Before wasn't a, she
1: pulled out the phone, right?
0: There wasn't a handover.
1: And I think he's <clears> he nailed it. That's where we're going. And until then, it's going to be this this dance we have, right? If we have face ID only, then we're going to have to look at the phone. If it's a back fingerprint reader, we're used to it because right now, that's like the the prehistoric version of that, but it's the fastest version. the muscle memory. And then we have have the in-display fingerprint readers for some people. But I think it's really interesting to see where we're going to go. So um, that brings us to, to this week's Pixel 4 rumor, which is 90 hertz display, Yes, which is exciting, but yeah. then whoa, 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 battery size. What? And yes. I want to talk about that. Okay, so, so ninety hertz display. Batteries? I'm on. I'm on board for ninety hertz display. If it's yeah. defeatable and it's there, it's nice. Yeah, we love it for the one plus seven. It's nice as fluid. I, used to it. I guess. I mean, look. I
0: think I was spoiled by the razor phone because that one twenty hertz display. that yeah. that's But it's IPS, like, yes, and I, I can't deal. You know. Oh, strongly agree. Right. but then um, <laughs> yeah, I get ninety hertz is. Okay. So ninety hertz yeah, is fine. fine. But
1: here's the problem. So um. The rumors are 2,800 milliamp hour battery on the small one and thirty seven on the big one.
0: I If this rumor is true about the small one, I'm going it's to be gonna very excited. It's going to have a five-hour battery. Seriously, because this Pixel 3 that I've been using, that I use every day, I had to charge it in the Uber on the way over here. I'm Oof. going to have to charge it later. It is not... What time is it? It's not 1 o'clock in the afternoon yet. Yeah. No. And this, and this has a 3,000 milliamp hour battery, right?
1: I think so. It's bigger again. Yeah. I mean, c- come on. So my Pixel 3 XL. Oh, maybe I'm wrong on that. I can barely do a day on a busy day like yesterday. Barely. But on the I, XL. I hit 50%. I heard turn on. I turned battery saver on. Because yep. I'm like, I mean, I have packs with me. You know, we both do,
0: right? Yeah, we always carry But to carry me,
1: that. I'm like, that's the point of final, like, I'm really stuck. That's the last and resort, I'm really right? last resort. Like, like oh. I have 20% left or something.
0: Forgive me. I'm sorry. The, the Pixel 3 has a, oh, 2915 milliamp hour battery. Okay, close enough. The
1: point is that it's lower and yet it's sure it's going to have an 855 is more efficient. But like, what is Google? Like, so this is again, you know, I feel like I have a problem because I'm like, (laughs) I'm like kind of addicted to the Pixel, but at the same time, I hate it. And at the same time, I love it. And at the same time, I feel like, Oh my captures are treating me really well they're feeding me but they beat me with a stick every now and then it's okay though I, it's not so bad I'm in a right. nice hotel room here in right. Stockholm um, so on balance it's fine so that's kind of where I'm at with with the pixel and and of, of course I want a pixel 4 because I want to try this face ID thing and I want the camera goodness and but every rumor right now says it's only gonna do dual, a dual camera that the, the main camera would be slightly wider angle that the other camera might be a tele and uh. that and that and that there's no no ultra wide, and which is what Internet's all I want, is, all I want is a pixel with yeah. an
0: ultra wide angle camera. And
1: so here we are talking about a phone that's two years old in terms of catching up with the competition Seriously. for the number of cameras. You're gonna say, well, it takes amazing photos, and it does. It does very much take amazing photos today on the Pixel Three series, but. It, it's in every other way crap. Like four gigs of RAM, bezels, all the kazoo, even the new renders we saw and photos and leaks we saw of this four. Like that forehead, are you kidding me? <laughs> like, like, did you see the note yesterday? Like, yeah. this is where we're going. Like, where is Google in this?
0: Alex has a, Alex Dobie has a, had a great tweet storm about this where he basically summed it up by saying, Google continue, seems to continue to think that the rules of, of smartphone design do not apply to it. And um, I don't know it's if that's so, going to serve them well. It's so
1: Silicon Valley. It's it's, yeah. it's, it's it's actually very Apple. They're, they're yeah. trying to act like Apple, but they don't have the clout to do it. You know, well, they're they, in there. they need, well, they need more humility. Like they need to be like, look, like why not? What, what prevents them to talk to Xiaomi and get Xiaomi to build hardware for them? Well, it's crazy, you know, because I, I do mean, wonder... I mean, that Mi Me 9T, imagine if that had a Google camera on it.
0: But think about Google's entire own uh, portfolio of products they manufacture, or products that they brand. Like, look at Google Home, right? Look at uh, all the Nest. Nest line stuff now. Look at all the stuff that Google, um, that Google pitches directly to consumers has this soft, accessible aesthetic where it's like, oh, this would not be out of place in a, in a nice, ho- airy home that you might want to own. And the pixel, there's nothing aggressive about the pixel's design, and there no. never has been. Even down to the colors, which now you get a colored uh, a, a pixel that's not white or black, it's like you can barely tell there's any color on it at oh, all. Oh,
1: I like the purple three, yeah.
0: Um, me too. But what is it? It's kind of purple. It's linic, right? yeah. Um so it's, you know the, I think that is a, an intentional decision on their part not to be like we don't need to push our screen out to the edges
1: because no, we want it to be very soft. You but it's very Apple. You know what I we mean? Want it to it's be, like it's it, like we don't yeah. need to because we are Google and that's BS. I don't you know. Do need to. I don't
0: know if they're I don't know if that's a, coming from a position of arrogance. I think it's coming from an intentional design choice. Yeah, but that's and their, I don't it's like, an arrogant but, design choice. No, no, I don't think it's, it's like
1: is. look this Google Home speaker will look great in an IKEA showcase. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> like, and, they, and they do. Yeah. Anyway, so I'm am I'm, I'm annoyed. I'm yeah. annoyed. I'm annoyed because I know I'm gonna get a Pixel Four and I'm gonna love the camera. Of course. And I'm gonna be like, oh, my captures. They treat me so well. <laughs> uh, oh, it's only got six gigs of RAM, but that's okay because the Note comes with twelve gigs in the big version by default. It's right. fine. I can live with six gigs. Ah. Right. Uh, anyway, right. uh, other news. Oh quickly couple quick things about I don't want to expand on them but I just want to mention them couple couple of quick things about the Galaxy Note event yesterday there were three more products announced well they were announced two of them were announced last week and and there are the Galaxy Watch Active 2 which is basically I think I mean I don't want to expand on it because we have more things but I feel looks and looks and feels really nice. It does. Um, it basically, the you know, the rotating bezel that some old Galaxy watches have had, including my last year's Galaxy watch that I'm wearing right now, has this physically rotating bezel, which I really like. It's like... Clicky. Me too. It's the best um, thing about it. Jaime like, doesn't like it because I think he bent his so it doesn't rotate as <laughs> smoothly anymore. But he probably like hit it hard on I'm something just, because yeah. I've hit this hard on many things. And I don't have a single scratch on it yet, and mm-hmm. the bezel still... Every now and then, the bezel gets, gets a little gunked up. But I find that if I run it underwater and, and mm-hmm. rotate it really quickly and dry the watch, it's perfectly fine again. Like, the stuff gets stuck in there. I've never had a bezel. Problem. Anyway, but this one, it's a capacitive bezel. It's like, right. you know how the original iPod had a click wheel that was actually physically rotating?
0: Yes. Like, the mm-hmm.
1: first first year, and then, and they, then they went to the capacitive. Yes. So, this is the same thing.
0: And I, it's what we wanted them to do last year. Yeah. Because we, the one, number one thing about the Galaxy Watch active first gen was that I was like,
1: I missed that rotating yeah. bezel. It's what and makes so- Tizen... And exactly, easy. and so they fix that, and this thing's okay. Like, it's like when I do see it gives it a nice flat feel. Like it's it still looks like a round watch, which I really like. Yes, but it gives that that modern smartwatch look of that pebbly finish that we're used to from the iPhone, or yeah. sort of from the Apple Watch, from the Apple Universe, from the i Universe. Okay. That I think people kind of associate a smartwatch with. So it's the best of both worlds. You totally. get a round watch. And you get this kind of more pebbly like soft finish that like this is really clunky and manly looking, you know, the watch yeah, that I'm wearing the galaxy right Galaxy watch, yeah, yeah. yeah. And so this is much more, I think, accessible for a wider audience. Yeah, and it comes I in like. two sizes too. Correct. Which is correct. 40 and 44 millimeters. Yeah. Um, and so I just want to mention that exists. I also want to mention that they launched a Galaxy Tab S6, which is a competitor to the iPad Pro iPad Air. I'm not sure. It's yeah, too expensive. Knows. $6.99 or something? I didn't even... I, I didn't care. Okay. I but what I do care about the most, is the thing they surprised us with last night, which is that they launched the Galaxy Book S, which is a laptop, 13-inch laptop with a touchscreen, super light, super thin, and... Surprise! It runs Qualcomm's new Hcx um chip that is optimized for laptops. It's a snapbook. It's the book. first. It's the first with the Hcx. Yeah. Nobody else has the Hcx yet. Eight fifty five. Um. No, eight fifty has been out there. Yeah. But the Hcx is not, and so this is exciting to me because um, I mean I'm a big fan of the idea behind windows on snapdragon and the 850 i find that if you use compiled apps that are native it actually performs really well i have a build of firefox and chrome that i run on my lenovo 850 based uh, snapdragon laptop and it's actually just as good as a core i5 honestly I, believe I and it. so well, the cx now the the apparently you know i'm dumb, my choir was on my podcast at computex and he, he kind of let it slip not explicitly saying the, the name Adobe, but that the CS suite was coming Ooh. to ARM. And so imagine this super light, super thin Samsung laptop with, they claim 23 hour battery life. I would say even half of that is great. Yeah. Um, if, and imagine Premiere on that. Oh, man. Now you might not render very fast at 4K, but you never know because the, the benchmarks we saw at Computex, basically made the hcx perform as well as an i5 and that's without what, a fan
0: and that's what qualcomm was promising right. last december in hawaii when and the they, hcx was and announced and they
1: optimized chip for laptop use this is yeah. not just a glorified mobile chip this is a real chip
0: yes but it, but it has all the benefits of a mobile right. chip that long battery life it, in theory we yeah. haven't tested this this is all claimed uh, and then the always-on LTE connectivity. Yeah. So I'm eager to try it again, I'm particularly because my first, my first ACPC experience was just
1: dreadful
0: on that 835-powered yeah, yeah, Asus Nova Go, oh, world's bad, most bad. boring thing.
1: The 850 is okay, but the 8CX, I but think, this, is going to bring it to life. And this hardware uh, from Samsung
0: that's, that we're talking I, about here looks pretty good. I
1: unfortunately did not get my hands on it.
0: Same, I, no, I, I was, just saw it on the screen. But their, um, Android Central has a hands-on because okay, Andrew yeah. went up to photograph it. Uh, it fails the one handed opening test. Sad, Uh-oh. sad. But that's because it's like
1: it weighs two pounds. Yeah, it's it fine. <laughs> it's super thin, super light. Has two USB C ports. Has one headphone jack. Yeah. Has a SIM slot, obviously. That was. It. Um yeah. and and it's uh you know it's a touchscreen, which is that? nice a twelve a thirteen inch touchscreen.
0: It starts at nine ninety nine. Nine ninety
1: nine, which yeah. is a little pricey, but it's a premium laptop, guys. So just don't. You know. Cheaper
0: than Galaxy Note.
1: Super excited that finally seeing what? NCX out in the wild. Uh, coming in September too. So it's actually now, like soon.
0: Yeah. Um, I want to ask for one because I want to test it.
1: Another little bombshell of a news item this week was Sprint plus One plus, plus 5G in a tree making out <laughs> like high school sweeties. That's right. Uh, but it's a threesome because there's 5G in hey. there. Uh, I know. Naughty. It's naughty. naughty. So, so I don't know. I think this is exciting for, I mean, You have to understand this is going to be a very specialized OnePlus phone because you have to support CDMA Legacy 2G and 3G. You have to support LTE 4G GSM capable. You'll probably also have to support GSM for when you're roaming. And then you have to support 5G mid-band, sub-six, four Sprint bands. So we're talking about a OnePlus 7 Pro 5G that's going to be very specific to Sprint. But it's exciting because now two carriers are carrying the OnePlus 7 Pro. Yeah. It's like, it's like you know, you can walk. It's no longer Apple, Samsung to me. Like, who else is there really when you walk into a store these days? LG? It gets Does you they excited like, like LG. No, is no right? So, if you want so to it's like, I, I think Plus people are discovering Plus.
0: I think so too. And, it, it, and thanks in no small parts of T-Mobile's uh, massive, aggressive push. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter that Sprint and T-Mobile are about to be the same carrier because right now they're not. And as you say the phone needs very specific hardware to run on Sprint's current network so
1: it's going to be a little dreadful honestly what they're going to how they're going to torture that OnePlus 7 Pro to work on Sprint Oh yeah
0: now do you think it's going to be a 7 Pro or a 7T Pro like we do we know timing Well
1: we don't know timing and that's true we don't know like right now we're assuming a 7 Pro yeah. but um you can click on that link I don't know um I'm going to look cuz
0: I got the news release when Sprint uh, me announced Me too. It. I
1: have it here What I'm do just, they gonna... say Oh probably
0: Sprint launching 5G phone with OnePlus. Yeah, they um, didn't say it was a Seven Pro. Yeah. So. Che- I'm... D- uh, check out the device
1: specifications, pricing, and exact timing will be announced soon. So I don't think the five, the seven, this. I think the Seven T is going to be ready till October, November. Yeah. And so I don't think they would announce specs soon. Soon means September to me. Yeah. So that means that this might be a seven. Yeah it also makes sense think about it like you have to negotiate all the things and they right. have to build a custom version right it's not if the 7t pro came out this would not come out till january at this point yeah L- like probably they're going to get certified on the network blah blah blah. yeah they're
0: going to paint a uh, they're going to swap out the guts and paint the one plus seven pro yellow and then we're going to do as fun. long as
1: it's shiny you know <laughs> glassy yeah. yellow yellow gold okay Ah, uh, what else do we have for? Oh, so Huawei is supposed to come out with a mid-range phone that's rock- rocking their in-house Android OS replacement. That's a big rumor oh, that's yes. floating around. Yeah, that's right. How do you feel about that?
0: I don't know. I feel like it's a necessary step. Huawei has to do it. If I were Huawei, yeah. you better oh, believe yeah. I'd be cooking up. Yeah. You have up, to I'd do be it. accelerating that program it's after their danger, Android closes, right? But at the same time, you know, this is what we saw Samsung do years ago with when when the rumors Bada. were about ties at the Ibotta, and then ties, ties in. in on handsets and stuff. And
1: I reviewed a Bada phone.
0: Uh, did you feel th- my pain? Oof. But, uh,
1: <laughs> it uh, was an gadget. It was a Samsung Wave.
0: Really? Yeah. Probably it wasn't, wasn't bad. Yeah.
1: It, well, it wasn't thing. bad. I'm sure that Huawei It was can... basically a dumb phone, I'm... but it's... with smartphone specs. That's right. what it felt like because there's I... no app ecosystem whatsoever. There
0: is no question that there's enough software expertise to create a phone that you're not going to hate using. The issue is the ecosystem. So mm-hmm. that says to me that um, you know this is only going to be deployed in in force. I think in China. I don't forgot who's reporting. we were, uh, we had on that.
1: Um, I have a bunch. Uh, this is from Digital Trends, but I think yeah. the original story is from Bloomberg.
0: Yeah, so they're gonna make a ton of them, sell them in China, where it doesn't matter that you don't have um, Google Play services anyway.
1: And, and it stuff. can. I mean, it's possible it runs Android executables. We know that you. you yeah, can Yeah, it has that, to be compatible. Right. With so, Android, so yeah. uh, who did BlackBerry did it with BlackBerry Ten? That's right. Right. So, I mean, we we know that uh, Sailfish does it. Yep. So. So, you know, it's So, fine. yeah. I maybe they don't... should have just bought Sailfish.
0: I see. That, I would love to. Sailfish you know, is Huawei full. hardware and Sailfish Which running is, on it? Be What good. a cool idea. Yeah, OS. that'd be
1: good. I'm going to ask them when, I, when I'm when i there. too. Huh? Yeah. Let's do it. Okay. So, uh, and we can't talk about it. It's a secret. You'll find out next week. All right. Uh, all right. So, uh, let's see. So, that's interesting. And it's interesting that going, of course, it makes sense they go mid-range on that. Yeah. You don't want to go on your flagship at no. first. You want to kind of try that. Um. Rumors of an LG triple screen, well, it may not be a triple screen phone, it might be a case, we don't know. Um, It could be called a V60, if it's a phone, it could just be a case for the V50. It's so, weird to me that they would launch two V series in one year. Here's the thing. All it all comes from this teaser, right? This teaser So It's email. LG, by the way. It's an IFA teaser for LG. You'll be at IFA, so hopefully I'll read your video watch your videos and read your stories. You're not gonna be at IFA? No, because I'm a burning man. You know how it is. Every uh, year I of miss me. I live vicariously <laughs> through you guys. I'm on like I'm refreshing the feeds. <laughs> I'll bring you, you back know? some curry I'm, I'm refreshing feeds at fifty six K out there. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, it's great. Um, so
0: yeah, we, we've um, we got an email with a GIF in it that's like an animated thing and it's you know, it's all very cutesy, but what it ultimately ends up being is it's you think it's one screen. It opens up. It turns out to be two screens side by side, like the case for the V fifty. And then
1: there's a screen and on the outside. And then in the it front. closes
0: again, and there's a screen on the outside, in the front, but it's a tiny screen. It's like yeah. a, a notification screen from an old clamshell phone from a Samsung M six ten. So whatever I, you know, it's exciting. Sorry, Moto V six hundred here. Yeah. Oh, indeed. <laughs> or Moto V sixty. Hey. Yeah. Um, so, I, I, you're right. It could be V60 thing Q. It could be another case for the V50 thing Q. You know, it'll just be interesting. It's not going to be did a folding thing they ever thumb.
1: launch that dual, dual second case, second screen not display in the, in the US? So I'm thinking that's what it is. It might just be like just they're be finally the same they tested it out a bit and they're like, oh, maybe we can just add a little extra thing. I don't know. It
0: just makes it so big and clunky and whatever. I, you know, I'm, I'm hopeful that it's cool. That's. Basically, I mean, what I've been saying about what, LG stuff for like a year, right? I
1: mean, I look honestly. In retrospect, i I gave the V8, the V8, the G8, um, the the review it deserved on 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 Geekspin, on Elena's publication. Yeah. And but in retrospect, I have fond memories of using that phone. Do you? Yeah. Strangely, I I mean, forget the gimmicks. I didn't use those. No. But like. I felt like the camera was way more solid than people gave it credit for. Like no light that. and stuff. I heard Like, that. every time I pull it out again, I use it again, I'm like, wait a minute. Like, you're up there with the P30s and the pixels of the world. Well, no, except you're
0: not up there with the P30s well, because that wide angle is such crap. It's and crap. they reduced it to 107 degrees, which F- makes S- no has sense to me. anyone
1: seen the G8 Plus or S or whatever it's No, called. I don't even... Does that even, even exist? It hit
0: my radar. I don't even know. Like,
1: what is it with... LG that doesn't send us phones. I still don't have a V50. Where's our V50? Well, you know, doesn't exist for sale on Sprint right now.
0: To be honest, and I really have no data to back this up. I feel like they looked at the audience sentiment from the G8 hands-on, and then I said, "Well, look, this is the numbers are really low. Nobody cares about this to begin with. The people that do care and do watch are overwhelmingly negative. And look, I'm busy, so I might not get around to this review. I'll wait for LG to follow up because they usually do. They didn't." I don't think they're pushing that review program very hard, frankly. No, and I, I would not blame either. them. I wouldn't either. That but I think i about enough. the
1: V50. I said, send me a review i it. I'll, I'll feature it on the podcast and on the videos. But
0: um. I will give a shout. There was someone. Damn it, I can't give a shout because I can't remember who it was. Someone. Shout on to the anonymous. Oh, my God. Someone on YouTube, I think last night. It may have been uh, someone last night. I'll look it up real quick while we move on to the next thing. Someone said I uh, made a YouTube video where it was essentially like, why is no one talking about this phone? And it was, the, the V50. might have been I mean, the Jason. V50
1: seems like a V40 with 5G, and the V40 was uh, with updated specs. And the V40 was okay. Yeah. But you're right, the wide, I mean, oh.
0: Oh, painfully honest tech. Yeah, it was, Jason, a week ago. Okay. LG V50 review, why is no one talking about this phone? I haven't watched the video, but um, I, I like his stuff, so watch it.
1: So, LG triple screen phone, potentially, or case, or V60, but two Vs in one year. You oh know. v50 plus oh, v50s and V v50 fifty is what talking about ts triple screen
0: down oh, nice
1: come on <laughs> um i should be running marketing at lg um that would nah, that wouldn't work because they would never do any of the things i want to do say it, uh right. xiaomi 108 megapixel camera phone right rumors or another rumor, no, it's, it's, they've announced the announced. sensor. Yeah. Uh, they, they said they're going to make a phone with it. It's an ISO cell Samsung sensor. 108. So let's divide this by four. That's 26? 27 and a half? Yeah. 108 divided by four is 54. 26.
0: 27.
1: Uh. <laughs> 27. So the output would be 27. Let's divide that again by two, and then we get 13.5. 13. Five, right? Am I mm-hmm. right? No, That's but. correct. Thirteen point five. So, could be that it's the output's thirteen point five because there's no way they're gonna let you shoot like the mic. The pixels are gonna be 0. 0.4 microns or something. <laughs> yeah. And so there's no. There's gonna be noise central. Oh, uh uh-huh. So they're gonna probably they're probably processing the crap out of it, and so I'm thinking output is thirteen point five megapixel. Uh, eight down. It's downsampled eight times, basically. Yeah. And so that now instead of four by four pixels, you now have eight by eight pixels. Right. There you go. I mean, so it's, it's, if an 8x8 8 8 pixels is 1.5 or 1.8 microns, right? then divide that by 8 and it gives you the actual size. Do a div 1.8 divided by
0: 8. 1.8 divided by 8. And
1: what do we get for pixel size? That would
0: be 0. 0.225.
1: Yeah, so I'm talking, I'm, we're thinking like, I'm thinking it's 0. 0.3 microns is what I'm calling mm-hmm. it now. So more, 0. 0.3 times 8 is going to be... Uh, six, one point two, two point four. So it might actually have an effective pixel size of two point four microns. That might be pretty damn good. Which might be, yeah. Boy, that was that was impressive. <laughs> so, sorry about all the radio noise. That's, and we're was, in a hotel room, and it's cleaning time.
0: It's getting uh, turned over.
1: Yeah. So anyway, um, look, it's exciting to me that I mean, if they don't sound, if they don't sound, sorry, if they don't downsample more than four times. I think it's not worth it. Like, nobody cares about 23 megapixels, 27 megapixel camera. Unless you're going to blow it up, unless you're going to put it on the wall. It's not, not going to be Hasselblad quality anyway. Like, so, right, at exactly. this point, yeah, down sampling eight times to 13.5 megapixels, now we're talking. Right,
0: yeah. And
1: who knows what kind of crazy zoom processing you can do with that, too.
0: Well, true enough. And, yeah, I don't know. I think that'll be, it, it's interesting to see somebody doing something absurd. It's kind of like five years ago. It's like 40 megapixels on a phone. What? <laughs> But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see. We'll see yeah. if it's worth
1: it. Yeah. So, anyway, that's the news. That's what we got for you guys. Uh, yeah. Anything else that you stands out for you in terms of like this week? I mean, it's kind of quite the week. I, I feel like the big news really are the, the Note 10, maybe the Book S, and, and the the Pixel 4 90 Hertz battery fiasco, yeah. and, and of course the OnePlus Sprint 5G just simply because it's like, okay, this is a big deal. Yeah, for the U.S. anyway. For the those US, European totally. listeners and lovely people in India who love to listen to the show, sorry, you know, we live in this weird place where the carriers are still pulling the shots. It's Absolutely. a horrible, horrible place. But it's what we've got to do yes, with That's here. right. We have to deal um,
0: with it. Yeah, I, I think just to, to to end on the Samsung thing again here, right it was what the Note event has done more than anything is make me really anxious again to get the fold back. Everybody feels like the fold is over and stuff, but it is Samsung's new show off aspirational area, and I want to be back in that. And I want to see how that changes the way I use a phone again. I that's the most excited I've been to use a phone in a long time, and I miss it I dearly. I really
1: wish I had had a chance. Um, so, what about the Mate X? What if what if Huawei just at IFA drops the Mate X?
0: I would love that, but honestly, it doesn't. It after that the trade war explosion thing, after Huawei uh, was basically shut out for yeah, four weeks, yeah. uh, and they're still on the entity list, and there's still no prospects seems, of them. But nobody
1: seems to care now,
0: right? But there's still <laughs> no prospect of them selling phones in the U.S. anytime soon. Well, there
1: was nev- There never was. I mean, the day yeah, that but that, but it got so much that less The day CES they pulled the rug on. On at t pulled the rug yeah. on Huawei. I knew it was done for years to come. I know, like
0: but the, all of that together, you no,
1: know, a regime or not, like you know what I'm saying. It was you just, get it? But yeah. all of that together though makes me like
0: sad. look. It makes me sad. It makes me also a lot less eager to cover the MedX in a in a in a big way because it's just not going to come here, right? So,
1: but at the same time, look here. Let's be realistic. You love the fold. Many other people I've talked to that I trust love the fold. I'm sure that I would have been. G whiz bang by the if I had one. I get that. Flaws or not. I'm sure they fixed the flaws enough that it's gonna be fine. But it's still going to be a fragile phone when it launches. Completely. And it's still going to be bought by 10 people. Yes. Because the reality is T-Mobile doesn't carry it. And I don't blame them. They probably don't want to waste all that marketing effort they had to throw out the window. Yes. And AT&T hasn't said anything. But I'm pretty sure AT&T is going to pull the plug on selling that thing too. And it's going to be available through Best Buy and B&H and Samsung Unlocked online and Amazon. And it's going to be super expensive. And it's probably going to have issues. Yep. And. Almost certainly. We're going to love it as reviewers because it is the future and it is as you said, you know, once you start using this thing, you're like, wow, the potential, right? Yes. So to me what I'm more excited about is, you know, and I think marketing wise, Samsung's gonna shove this under the rug as much as possible. Yeah. Because it's Samsung It'll and, press and that's on how a they Friday feel. Night, yeah. Galaxy Fold like, now available. Yeah. Hello, you can buy it now. A Best Buy will carry it in a month. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, but I'm more excited about what could the fold two could bring to me the table. Too. Especially if they persist on that idea of of the screen being on in the inside. Because my biggest concern with the Mate 20... Mate sorry, Mate X. And in the Royal that a few people reviewed. You saw Marques reviewed it. Yeah. Uh, 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 Jerry, everything, took it apart. Mm-hmm. Uh, Zach took it apart. And... And it was actually pretty, pretty rugged. Did you, I don't know if you saw his his take apart. No. Like he beat the crap out of that thing, and it wouldn't die. Oh, I'm sure. Well, that's because the thing looks like an airplane part. Mm. Like it's it's not. There's nothing elegant about no, it. No, no. The- but but it's interesting to me that like I would love to see what Samsung can do. And this is one of the things that Samsung is really good at. Remember the first Note? Man, it was it was interesting. We weren't sure where it was going to go, and then they kept iterating, and it got good. The galaxy, font, uh, the galaxy camera completely not happened. like they, they tried to iterate and it didn't work out. right. Um, and some products stick and some don't. I feel that they want to make the fold stick. and so what's going to happen is, you know that fold took two years or so to develop more than that for this the folding screen technology, but oh. probably what we're seeing today is the end result of two years of work. Yeah. So if they've continued immediately started to continue to work, working on something since then, imagine what the version two could be. It could be thinner. It could fold more. Yeah. It could yeah. have an even bigger screen with yeah. less bezels a and a larger cameras. screen on the outside. And it, yeah. I, the thing that I would love Samsung to do is, yeah, better, nicer screen on the outside and optimize cameras so that you only have. Few cameras. You don't need a camera on every screen, on every angle. Oh, I,
0: li- I forgot it has like five cameras. It's ridiculous. Yeah.
1: Like I like the, how like this a band of cameras, like the Royal and the Mate, are doing right. something like that would make right. more sense to me. But I actually
0: liked having a camera on every surface of the fold because really th- there were situations where I would want to take a selfie with it closed because I only had one hand, yeah, yeah. or if I have two hands, I want to take a selfie with it open, or yeah. I would just want to take a wide shot with it open, or a wide shot with it closed. You, you, all those cameras needed to be there yeah. not one of them was unnecessary I, I but I agree it's, it's clumsy it's clumsy I get it
1: alright well we should wrap up so do you want to tell the world where they can find you on the internet see social media uh, and other totally. URLs
0: yeah it's all very easy the Mr. Mobile T-H-E-M-R-M-O-B-I-L-E I'm everywhere I'm most active on Facebook and uh, excuse me on Instagram and Twitter and of course YouTube so
1: yeah YouTube is your big thing it is um, and you're part of the Mobile Nations Empire. Future. Future now. Yes. Right. Yeah, that's right. Future uh, Empire. Big shout out to um, my
0: friends at Android Central who, yeah. who covered the Note 10 wonderfully yesterday. I was standing next to, I think it was, uh, I think it was Tim Schofield um, yesterday at the Samsung yeah. event after the Note dropped and he's just looking at his phone and out of nowhere, I don't even think he was talking to me. He was like... Man, Android Central had 21 articles today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but like, it does happen when you, have, it.
1: when you have a bunch of properties that, that's right. that cover it from different angles. And yeah. That's what's exciting. Exactly. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, so check out Mr. Mobile. Obviously, I'll link to a couple of your videos below uh, in the, in the description as usual. Thank you, you for having me. Yeah, and you know where to find me, folks. I'm at Tankerl on Twitter and Instagram. That's TNKJRL, like the comic book character, but drop the vowels. Um, also. Um, there is a YouTube channel, youtube.com/slash/MiriamJoire. If you don't know how to spell my name and you're like on the podcast for the first time, go to my Twitter at tankgirltnkgrl and look for the name, and then type that out, uh, youtubecom slash joar with spaces, and you'll get to the YouTube channel, which is kind of a digest of of videos of various devices I'm having my hands on, either um like re- unboxings or reviews or actually hands on like the Note 10. And then um, I also have rekindled my blog, tankgirl.com. Nice. Um, primarily, to be honest, as a deal blog. Like I come across all these deals. Oh, sure. And I have a bunch of referral programs with companies. And I'm thinking like, where can I put this in one place where people can also see the videos and listen to the podcast? But like a one stop shop, but then at the same time, if they see the product and they like it, they can buy now. No better place than your own domain. So take a look, I've had it for years. It's just always dormant for a while. So, yeah. so I rekindled that. Right now it's a little, I'm, I'm still kind of like fleshing it out. So go in there. There's a few things you'll check it out. I'm also putting the podcast on YouTube every week now. It's a week delayed but it's there. So if you don't want to subscribe on the RSS or through a podcast app and you don't mind waiting a few days, you can have it a few days behind on YouTube as a video. Uh, and the, the image is just a you know, crop of something that's slowly moving across the screen, you know, Ken oh, right. Burns yeah. style. Yeah. Um, and then I have um, mobiletechpodcast.com, which is the URL for the podcast. If you want to Uh, subscribe through the RSS feed. It's in that URL, but also I'm on all the platforms. So Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Overcast, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, everywhere. Everywhere. Uh, Everywhere. So if you're first time on the show and you want to subscribe, you have many, many options from YouTube to Spotify to old school RSS to Google, Apple, etc. And you get deals on on tankgirl.com, which is great. Uh, finally, I want to thank our sponsor, Audible. audible.com is is the sponsor of the show. They've been for a long time, and they're a pretty great platform if you love books and you for maybe for whatever reason cannot read them. You're a delivery driver. You are have your headphones on all day, and you want to be able to like get into some some book action. That's yeah. a great platform for it. Absolutely. So I I suggest you check them out. Um, we have a deal with them. Uh, where if you join Audible, uh, for the you get a first month for free, for, first of all. But then you get to keep the books that you get that month. So it's a pretty good deal. Oh, if is. you cancel, you still have them. Uh, and uh, I would suggest you check that out. It's audibletrial.com mobiletech mobile tech is the URL. audibletrial.com slash mobile tech. I'll have a link in the show notes. That way you can click on it if you don't want to type it out. Um, if you're not already with Audible, consider... Um, checking it out it'll support the podcast and more importantly you get a really good platform for books if you're a bookworm but maybe you can't always physically read books there you go and also the big deal about it is that they have some other books read by the authors which I really like like when you have you know like William Shatner reading his own book or something (laughs) you know you're a big Star Trek. I fan. I just saw you? him on stage. And, I know. I was going to uh, say, yeah,
0: he's got a peculiar energy. I love. Yeah, yeah,
1: peculiar energy, right? Uh, so that's it, folks. Uh, thanks, Michael, for being on the show again. Thank you uh, for, for having the, me. I don't end time now. This is
0: always so much fun. Oh, thanks. I'm glad we and were able to do. We'll
1: it. obviously have you back. Maybe we can talk about the EVs next time. The iPace that you just tested. I love that. Yeah, Jaguar. Jaguar. Hello, Jaguar. Hello. <laughs> sounds great. Uh, uh, JLR. Jaguar Land Rover. Oh, Hmm, yeah. Indeed. All right. Well, folks, stay tuned. We'll have another show next week, obviously. And uh, until then, cheers, everybody. Stay mobile, my
0: friends. This has been the Mobile Tech Podcast with Tank Girl, proudly presented by worldpodcasts.com. You can visit us online at mobiletechpodcast.com.